Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Grid by the Nigerian Electricity Hub. My name is Awosa Erahan, your host, and every week I will be joined by an industry expert as we analyse the pressing issues in the Nigerian electricity industry. As the liquidity crisis looms, electricity tech contributes to the inadequate provisions needed to enhance the power value chain in Nigeria. The Nigerian Electricity Regulatory Commission, NEC, found that sabotage of electricity was responsible for between 30 to 35% of energy loss in the country. Many argue that the fine and jail time available might be sufficient, but the time for conviction of these for those responsible of electricity theft are taking advantage takes too long to actually get through. This week, joining us is Dr. Ayodele Oni, a lawyer and partner at Bloomfield Law Practice. Hello, Dr. Ayodele. Thanks for joining us today. Yes, thank you very much. It's great to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity. Amazing. So we're just going to kick into this. So how harmful um, is electricity crime to the growth of the power sector in Nigeria? Oh, it, it, it indeed is very harmful. Uh, it's, it's like any theft. When you steal something, when you take something without paying for it, something you ought to pay for, it's really harmful because it affects li- the liquidity of the whole sector. I've always said something money flows from the consumers up so if the discos are not able to recover sufficient tariffs then everybody else on the value chain is in trouble everybody else along the value chain rather is in trouble then they cannot pay gas producers they cannot pay the transmission company for wheeling electricity they cannot pay electricity generating companies or electricity generation companies also because those electricity generation companies need to pay gas producers to be able to generate electricity. So imagine that um, you, you, you sell something for a hundred naira, you, you, you sell something you are supposed to recover a hundred naira from and you can only recover 70 naira. It means across the value chain, 30% is already lost. So it, it's really, really serious. Yeah, indeed. Um, But when it comes to electricity theft, what laws can victims be prosecuted under for electricity theft or indeed power power infrastructure vandalism? Okay, well, there's actually the Criminal Justice Miscellaneous Provisions Act of 1975. And it specifies penalties for damage to telephone communication works, electricity transmission lines, and oil pipelines. So it's, it's also suggest that staff of those distribution companies who engage directly or indirectly in electricity theft can be held criminally liable as well as the consumers that's one law that is really um useful and it's not been i'm not aware anyone's been convicted or has been sent to jail for damaging um transmission lines or for damaging um infrastructure relating to um power or telecommunication. So I think that that's a law. I also understand that there are um, draft regulations um, with NERC and some state governments are already also pushing for this. So in, in my view, there, there's already, I, I would say to people that the problem with Nigeria is not necessarily the inadequacy of legislation or rules, but enforcement. That's one thing that, that, that's been lacking. The fact that we do not enforce as much as we should. So there's some law. I mean, we need more to deal with other issues relating to electricity theft. 
But I mean, even that which we have, I'm not sure implementation has been great or enforcement as it were. Right, okay. Of course. So on the case of enforcement, Ekiti State recently passed a two-year jail term and the Potakot um, Electricity Distribution Company, PHEDC, in June urged the federal government and National Assembly to make legislation for criminalization of electricity theft. Um, but are individual states now expected to kind of take control of this? Should, should we be waiting for the states to, you know, come up with their own kind of regulations and laws to protect their, their schools, for example, from electricity theft or um, infrastructure destroyed? Yeah, generally, I mean, that's what federalism um, encourages. Everyone should try to protect their tough while still working for the common good of the federation. I think it's not out of place for every... Also, if you're a firm believer in energy federalism, energy federalism, in my view, is when each state produces electricity in the most efficient way. In the in, in a way where it's got economics of scale or it's got um, um, competitive advantage. So if you have coal, if you have sun, sunshine, and that then means that there may be peculiar issues with each state. So I don't see why each state can work particularly with NERC to also um, pass their own legislation. Because what might work in Ekiti might not necessarily, and the way electricity is stolen in electricity in Ekiti might be different from what you see in Lagos. So I, I think it, it, it's fine if they work together. And besides, the constitution um, makes electricity, puts electricity under the concurrent legislative list, which means that, of course, to an extent, there are certain bits only the Federation can do or the National Assembly can do, and there are bits which the state can do. So I don't think it's out of place for each state to pass its own laws, taking into consideration its own peculiar circumstances. Because, like you know, every theft occurs in various ways. It could be actual network theft or theft of that electricity. You could have people stealing cables, switches, and all of that. You could have people bypassing. You could have people actually bribing um um staff of the discos you can have people damaging their meters so different and i'm sure if you if you do your if you do an audit if you do an audit you'd find out that different states different localities have peculiar ways they steal electricity where that's the case so i i think it it it, 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 it makes sense for for states to have their own pieces of legislation to deal with that Okay, yeah, definitely. In the case that it's something that's quite rampant, if the National Assembly does proceed with lit litigation, should there be special courts to treat prompt electricity theft matters? Yeah, I know this, this argument has been on for a while. I was at the judges, judges, um, there was a program for judges um, four years ago, and I think this issue did come up. And it, it would depend on how you look at it. You could have those special courts. Yes, they could be magistrate courts. That's the way you have um, um, courts to deal with um, small claims courts. Um, you, 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 should, you may be aware of the small claims court. You can have something similar for electricity theft. Yes, it could be, it could be something. You could have a few. I mean, you could have them regionally. You could have them in each state. Yeah, so it's, it, it, makes, it does make sense depending on who, who, who you're speaking to. Some people would rather the regular courts, but that takes that could take forever. So if you have a court that will deal with it speedily, I think it, it, it does make sense too. It's not a bad idea. I think it's a great idea, actually. 
Okay. So besides criminalization, what would be the next steps as an attempt to reduce this one contributor to the liquidity crisis? Oh, technology. Technology is very important. Um, two things I would say. Technology, you also know that um, NEC has been speaking about around sub-franchising, where the dis- different distribution companies can have sub-franchises deal with certain aspects of the disco's roles. Some of those could be having um, people take deal with issues relating to electricity theft. So even though as a disco, you have the overall obligation, you are primarily responsible to reduce electricity theft as much as you can and all of that, you should be able to sub-franchise and get companies whose expertise. And this also provides opportunities for discerning business people who have got expertise or who can enter into joint venture arrangements to reduce electricity theft. So that's one thing. You can get people who are dedicated to doing that. Secondly, technology does play, play a role. Just the way you've got SCADA, supervising control and data acquisition, where you can remotely monitor um, events. You can have smart meters. You can have metering such that after connection, anytime anyone tampers or tries to take stuff out of it or bypass, you would get to know remotely. Yes, this is not what it's not foolproof because if people buy new equipment, they might then not connect to the meters. But I mean, I I think that those will be uh, first steps. Criminalizing one, secondly, getting companies that are dedicated that can visit you on short notice to just do inspections, and thirdly, using technology, and maybe maybe just changing uh, the value system of Nigerians because when you steal electricity. You are making it more expensive for everybody else because it then means that everybody else is paying for what you do still in circumstances where um, the tariffs consider that otherwise um, revenue will be lost along, along the value chain and then you meet you have you 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 want businesses to run you want companies to run out of business and when companies run out of when companies run out of business jobs will be lost that's a broader issue that, that, yeah. And that's critical for the economy. So it, it, it's cyclic and it, 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 it has multiplier, negative, adverse multiplier effects. So it's, it's crucial that we... Uh, Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I think the issue of smart metering is something that needs to be pushed forward a lot more for transparency in the sector nonetheless. Um, but thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Ani. It's been a pleasure having you on the great um, podcast. And we really hope to probably hear more about these conversations for alternative courts for electricity theft. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate this. Enjoy the that's rest great. of your day too. You too. Bye-bye. And that's all for the Nigerian Electricity Hub on the Grid podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter to make sure you never miss an episode. Thank you for now. Bye.